So we last left off. Um, after a... It was a small kerfuffle. A small... Uh, little wrestling match between a bounty hunter known as Horizon um, who had seemed to have claimed the wrong bounty um, a small blue haired little gnome that did end up escaping um, which we, we let happen right that was fine we let them go like yeah, the sun we, set on Horizon last time we played yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> As, as, as Darkstar pulls his glasses uh, out of his pocket and slides them on. Um, and after the uh, small kerfuffle, the misunderstanding, if you will, uh, Darkstar, you went ahead and called the body excavation uh, <laughs> company, body retrieval company. Uh, we were instructed by Caden, the half-orc bartender, um, and made our way over to a small little room in the upper, uh, like, East, or sorry, yeah, east side of the, the establishment. And inside we found lounging in gloriously expensive streetwear um, was a male drow um, who stood up and greeted you all by name. Um, and we will pick up there. So in front of you, again, uh, sits uh, this, this drow man who uh, says, Darkstar? PP11, Joni, Ursan. It is fantastic to finally make your acquaintance. My name is Tas Jazid. How do you do? And he like reaches out and takes takes each of your hands if you'll give them to him. And he like is like two hands shaking them, you know, like grabbing your hand and putting one hand over the top of it. Ursan just extends a single claw. <laughs> a finger. Yep. <laughs> PP11, he he offers <laughs> up his metal hand. Shake. <laughs> Wonderful, marvelous. Did you say Great metal or you. middle? Metal. Okay, I heard middle out, out of his chest. That's my hand shaking hand. Yeah, Joni offers her hand, but kind of like grips his like tight. <laughs> okay, it's like a kind of a battle. He doesn't seem aggressive with it. Right. He, he lets you squeeze harder than he squeezes and shakes your hand. Um, and he says, um, thank you again for making such a long trip out here uh, to pick up the, the goods, shall we say, that we'll be taking over to our friends on Voxa. Do you have any questions about uh, what was asked of you? Anything that wasn't really specified in the paperwork we sent over to your friend, uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Terika. Uh, job seems pretty straightforward, to be honest. Uh, but I did want to know, is there anything we should expect as we go to, to Voxa, I think is what you said? No, uh, yes, of course. Um, just to mm, break down a little bit of uh, more of where you'll be heading. So uh, the job is, is quite simple. Um, we have 50 tons of tactical infantry rifles and Mark II frag grenades, all carefully packaged. And we'll be uh, delivering them to Commander Vash is his name. 
He can be found at Labor Camp 1120 on Vox's surface. Maybe there's some sort of emergency or something on Voxa that prompts such a sudden delivery of Im immense amounts of equipment. But, uh, well, not really for you or I to worry about it. No, nothing nothing too scary um, from what, what I hear. The uh, Gitteron Authority is paying all the bills here, so if you're willing to take the job, please sign here. He extends the data pad towards um, Can Journey... Journey wants to pipe up before we sign anything. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Journey's holding up. Uh, like, kind of like, he's just kind of like looking at him and says, Yeah, um, are we supposed to expect anything? Uh, you know, this many, uh, this much stuff, uh, it's pretty hot. Pretty hot package. I just want to make sure that, uh, no one's got their eye on it. Oh, I don't think that you need to be worried about that. If um, if that helps you feel any better, Gitteron Authority is building more guns and warships every. Uh, sorry, they're building more warships every day for their conflict with the Maroxa Republic. You know, and in any other worlds, unfortunate enough to have once had a hobgoblin population, those warships are filled with soldiers, and well, soldiers need guns. And uh, Lord Sinjin hopes to provide those guns with your help, of course. No news has been spread amongst any other contracting agencies. This was a job that we sent out carefully one by one. Um, and yours was the first, uh, your agency was the first one we contacted over at EdgeCorp, is it? Yes, sir, yeah, I that's believe us. so. Yeah, and look, as long as we get paid, as long as the job's fine, we don't give a damn. So yeah, we're good. But we know that every job doesn't go smoothly and any kind of heads up is always appreciated. But hey, if you're saying that there's no reason to be worried, we won't be worried. And uh, Darkstar is going to sign his name. Uh, before you sign, uh, Joni uh, says, hey, hey Darkstar, um, can, I see, can I see that real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, she looks it up and down, and this is just like right. This is just the contract, and what's like. This is it, a, it has a, the shipment and every, all the details of the shipment, right? Co correct, and it's saying. Are you looking for anything particular on it? Uh, yeah. What are the guns again? Yeah. So these are gonna be, um, fifty tons of tactical infantry rifles, and Mark II frag grenades. Right. Okay. Yeah. Joni looks it up and down, and kind of looks concerned. Um, and she turns to Taos and says, um, I'm not seeing the, uh, the, the, the testing package on here. Uh, are you trying to bluff him to get another yeah. crate? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to bluff to like get something for us so that we can get no. some Mark II grenades. <laughs> and un understood. Understood. Uh, Okay, are you trying? Do you want to roll for it, or are you just saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I want to roll for it, and, and I, I'm a, um, a deception check. By, by testing package, I'm. You're like, looking you for know, an additional he's, crate. Yeah, of he's guns. implying something, so it's more of a yes. diplomacy, less of a deception or a bluff. No, 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 it's deception. I'm, I'm saying like, like you know, like when people like, 
like Sony sends out a PlayStation for a content creator <laughs> yes. and they do an unboxing. Like I'm asking for like that box that it's like a promo, you know? Yes. It's like a promo gun and grenade bin. That's like, yo, this is how you test it and show it off. Oh sure, yeah. You know? For the people who are getting it or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, Oh, you don't, we don't see one. <laughs> yeah, that's that on scene in, in movies with the weapons dealer where they like, blow exactly. Up the car. Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> Iron Man two where the, where the villains like showing off all the different guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. <so> funny. <laughs> Um, damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only got, I only got a 14. Okay. So I think I might use a hero point to re-roll it. Okay. Or is that not worth well, it? Is that I, not worth I, it? I, okay. So most of the time, if there is a, like, think about what you just said. Like for your example of Iron Man 2, like, the creator of the weapon himself goes out and markets these yeah. weapons. The sale right. has already been completed. Like you're mm -hmm. asking, okay. oh, do we have a marketing package so that we can sell them guns? They've already purchased the guns. Like okay. they're like, it's like that wouldn't be, you're literally delivering an ordered amount. Like if I were to go on Amazon and buy okay. or Amazon and buy okay. like, paint, they would I just send wanted me a to get us some paint. cool, some cool toys that I'm <laughs> I just understand. All right. I understand. I would just. I'm trying to save you the hero point. Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> no, a, you don't hear a point spent. Oh well, uh, you know, Lord Sinjin himself has already gone out and met with Commander Vos and uh, Vosh. Sorry, Commander Vosh. Commander Vosh, the Stampede. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I usually with this kind of stuff, I you know, marketing packages included. But you know, I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do. I. Oh well, if, you know this isn't my a, first job. If there's a problem, we could absolutely find some other folks like yourselves to help with the job. He kind of peers at you with some very milky white eyes. Ooh, ooh, that was cold. <laughs> we we should get out. We we should just do the job, right? I mean, or we could just do it now, save you guys some time, you know. <laughs> and she hands the data pad over to. <laughs> She's, she yeah. wins. She's just like, I'm not losing this. Yeah, I sign. I sign and hand it back to him. Um, this and, is fantastic. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, as a note to you, as everybody's like heading back to the ship, Darkstar is gonna wait a moment and say something to him, but he's gonna wait till everybody else is gone. Okay. Like as everybody's like walking back into the bar, he's just gonna turn around and say something really quick. Okay. He'll uh, he'll say, uh, "Thank you so much for signing. Wonderful. We're so excited to be partnering with you all. Um, we will have four of our warehouse workers help with some of the offloading onto your your ship. How far away are you? Are you are you in main? Are you in Mickey Mouse parking lot? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he'll pretty much he'll send some people out there to help you guys load up the truck. Oh, that'll help with time. Nope. Wait, oh. are there hidden Mickeys on this planet? There are <laughs> hidden Mickeys. Perception check, perception check. All over. <laughs> <laughs> Drow planet. <laughs> what would you, so as, so everybody, you know, I'm sure that we're all like, we're finishing up here. The meeting is over. Uh, you've signed the contract. And uh, as you all walk out, Darkstar stands behind as Sinjin is kind of guiding everyone out. Not Sinjin, sorry. Uh, Taos is, is uh, guiding everyone out. Yeah, Darkstar is going to turn around and he's going to look uh, uh, at Taos and say, Hi. Lord Sinjin, you said. How's he doing? Ooh. 
Ah, do you have a history with, with my lord? I, I know some of his family members from back in the day. If you know him at all, he's a very driven man, and it's hard for men to rise in society with the culture of, of, of our culture, if you will. Um, so he made his way out here. I'm not sure how long ago you, you knew him, but he's made a fortune outside of the Pact Worlds, and, um, or uh, at other planets in the Pact Worlds, and he just never really chose to return here, which is a shame. I, I don't see him as often as I'd like, but, um, rest assured, he's doing quite well. Do you want to send your regards? Uh, Darkstar, correct? Uh, don't worry about it. I'm just someone from his past. Someone who knew him and his a long time ago. He probably doesn't even remember me. Just give him my regards from an old friend. I will. And then Darkstar is going to turn around and leave. All right. Very good. <laughs> um, so you guys uh, have your truck. Um, they are actually going to meet you at the ship. Uh, so you can um, head back out, out there and you'll have... Um, I mean, there's there's like... It's kind of an opportunity for RP amongst kind of you. If you guys want to help, it's going to cut the time in half with... Uh, your guys' help loading up, up the ship. It should take about four hours if you all work together um, to load all the crates into the back of the BD-514. Uh, yeah, I think we do that. We're trying to save as much money on this planet. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So um, the four helpers come out. Um, you know, they're, they look a lot like you guys. They just are working. Uh, so everybody kind of, um, you know, with with knowing kind of how to quickly and easily like load up um, heavy pieces of equipment together, uh, you successfully load all 50 tons of uh, crates into the back of your vessel. Um, and these boxes are no joke. These are very like well sealed crates packed incredibly uh, carefully. Um, no, no, like jostling around of metal or anything in the boxes as you load them. They seem very well, like sent. You're carrying a, a lot of money's worth of weapons. Uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned in the meeting, um, that should have been mentioned, and I apologize, uh, is is that you will be be paid handsomely for this kind of of job. So, um, cool. there's, there's kind of no I'll spared. It. It, yeah, perfect. <laughs> money, nice, yeah, great. <laughs> Uh, spared no expense on on these uh, kind of the, just the shipping alone feels very solid. So you're able to get that loaded up um, and uh, set a course. Unless there's is there anything else that you guys want to do while you're here on a paste? I think we're we're Gucci. Fantastic. Uh, with that, we're ready to take off. It is going to take. Five days in the drift to Ooh. get there. Um, a long, a long little haul um, for this this mission here. Uh, you are actually going outside of the Pact Worlds to uh, just a little bit of like Pathfinder knowledge here, player knowledge. Uh, the Getter on Authority is like a a 
it is like the packed worlds in in meaning like it's like the Viscarum, like it's like a lot of different planets, like it's like a solar system. It's like a system. Oh, whoa. So the uh, get around authority, we're headed to Voxa, which is one of the planets on like in in the system. Um. So we we definitely have, we're we're right on the outside of the packed worlds, and we're going to be heading out a little bit more further, like a little bit further away. Um. So without further ado, uh, who would be piloting us out of here? You know who our pilot is. Come on. You know who it is. Give me a little a little beep boop here. Let me a little check here. Uh, nineteen. Okay, very good. That was a good one. I'm gonna get like a two, and then it's. <laughs> I was like, I was like, while we are carrying contents, it is a good thing to to fly well. Uh, yeah. so good, good job. Take it off. No problem. We zip to the drift. Um, as huge begin our, our journey there. Um, you guys are taking a particularly, uh, busy, um, trade route. Uh, like, like, a man, I, I think that's what it's called. I think it's a, a, a trade route or a, like a, a, it's a path in the drift. Um, so you're passing a good deal of vessels because this is like the main way out of the packed worlds um so it's it's a, a fairly safe route so you're not really expecting any issues on this on this run um it's a long uh couple days journey you know you guys are uh, maybe getting together and discussing more uh code words or strategies um <laughs> As you fall asleep on the like third or fourth day, you feel a little bit stronger, a little bit wiser. Oh. Um, and <gasps> you have all officially become level two. Yes. Yes. Easy. Big pogs in the chat. Let's hear the pogs in the chat. Let's hear it. Um, and it's a very uneventful journey. Is there any conversation that happens or we are we good to move on to our destination? I'm good to move on. Mm -hmm. uh, so just uh, player off off camera talk. Uh, everyone can add fifty nine credits to their pool. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. one of us must take fifty eight. Because I will take fifty eight. Okay. What a good guy, our son. <laughs> well, what a <laughs> sounds like a good guy. Cool. A generous god. Has more guy. money than the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> what a bearable guy. Any research or anything that wants to be done before we arrive? Uh, I think we should make some computer checks. Yeah. Um, probably to check out what's going on on Voxa. Um, Darkstar is going to beep bop all the way over to the supercomputer. He's going to roll out of bed, drink a cup of coffee like normal, light up his e-cig, and he's going to get typing. And while he's sitting near the bridge with PP-11, he's going to say, Man, I wonder who operates Drift Radio Jams. I mean... I gotta be out here in the drift for like their entire life, and that's not a life I want to live. Beep that's... boop, it sounds kind of cool though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a life in the drift, no worries, but you in the vast darkness, maybe it is more romantic than I think it is. Hmm. Yeah. Beep boop. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, do a quick uh, general check to start us off on the supercomputer. Sure. 
about um, Voxa. Does anybody have a better culture check than I do? My culture check is six. Um, I only have a... Oh, wait, I'm level two now. You have to be um, trained in it. You do. I, I have a only a four culture, but my DC is five lower if we're looking for any kind of shady underworld business. And so. you are trained in culture, right? I am trained in culture. All right. Yeah. Uh, Darkstar is going to run over to Joni's room. Hey, Joni. Uh, you're a kid. You're savvy with computers. Can you help me look up something real quick? Uh, yeah, you just you like are knocking on the door and there's just really loud kind of scary uh glitch pop music coming out of her room <laughs> that uh, is currently and, being worked on and hopefully will be done by the time this is yeah produced and yeah you open the door and you see she's got like gunpowder and stuff all over her fingers <laughs> so she's like disassembling and cleaning her gun and various grenades uh and she's like yeah i thought you were the computer guy <laughs> Yeah, I'm the computer guy, but I'm a little removed from some of these, you know, social medias, and I, I just want to know what's going on in Voxa. I mean, I could take apart a computer and put it back together with blindfolded, but uh, you might be a little bit better at finding out some specific information, you know what I mean? <sighs> okay, come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> All right. He so you want to access the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to buy some Bitcoin with my creds, Johnny. All right, give me a culture check. Miss Joni, as she slides into the little uh, whirlybird seat. 17, DC is five lower. Okay. If, and I'm just researching any kind of shadiness on Voxa underground. Okay. All right, so, I mean, Voxa... Voxa as a planet is. Did you guys ever play Lost Planet? No. The game. I, so, I remember it. It was like red, yeah. like a red, or was it icy, it's, or was it, it? It's icy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's a very like. This is what I thought of when I read about Voxa. So it's like perpetual snowstorm on Voxa, like a huh. very like icy, cold hoth. Um, yeah, hoth. Uh, s- snow yeah, and are there, rocking. Uh, are there snow kangaroos? There are snow kangaroos, <laughs> abominable um, snowmen. Uh, no, but it is a it is a mining planet. Ooh. So, uh, like, uh, the the planet itself was actually discovered by accident uh, from like a, a vessel crash like a long time ago, um, and it's now the population is. It was mixed for a while of uh, like dwarves and. Um, uh, uh, a few hobgoblins and very like, but but utilized mostly by by the dwarves. And there's a couple of large like mining operations and factories that are like all over the planet's surface. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty much just just an, imagine an entire planet that is made of like mountain range, and that is that is Voxa. Um, but as far as like the Gitteron Authority, like the area. Um, it is, Sinjin had mentioned a, not Sinjin, I keep doing that, sorry, Taos. Taos had mentioned a, like, some sort of conflict happening, and whether that was, like, a code word for war, <laughs> or just, like, trying to make it sound less nasty as, like, just by saying conflict, 
the hobgoblins in the Gitteron Authority uh, have started taking over planets and they've made their own kind of system, which is where you guys are headed. Um, they are very aggressive about building military might and kind of forcing planets into submission to, in their minds, I mean, think about like the Goblin Blood Wars and stuff, like kind of taking back what's theirs. Mm -hmm. So planets that used to be inhabited by goblins, hobgoblins, they're trying to like take back what's theirs from oppression. Um, so they've built, I mean, they're very impressive, uh, but you know that it's like a very, you can find out that like, it's a very like high military, well-organized like battalion, like it's gonna be a mighty kind of uh, mm -hmm. system. Not necessarily like. It's the cabal uh, from uh, Destiny. Yeah. Not not necessarily a like, oh, shoot on sight. Like they're not gonna like blow you up, but they're well, like no, no, no. very but, yeah, but... organized and like. It's like, like Roman legion, right? High, exactly. High security. Yeah. Um, Kind of, kind of vibe is what you're you're figuring out in, in terms of like dark shadiness. Like anytime there's any sort of like conquest, it doesn't look very good, and you can pretty much like find systems that have slowly over the course of the last you know hundred years have been taken over by the authority. So they're just kind of forcing their reign, you know, on on planets, right? Um, which is pretty nasty. Yeah, but uh, the, that's about it. The weapons that we're moving are those create are those uh, like crafted by the drow, like they're drow crafted, like assault um, rifles and grenades. That's a good question. I I don't think so. I don't think it's a. Um, they're just they're they're Mark II grenades. They're very like standard issue. I think they're just being provided by Sinjin, who okay. primarily deals with drow. Like those are his gotcha. like associates. Cool. Uh, another player thing, I'm giving everybody one restraint binder. So to just know that you guys have that. I'm letting Zach know. Okay. If that comes binder? up. What's the, I have, what I have two. Drops? Everyone else has one. So if we, if we ever need to subdue someone, you have one on you. So, um, I would like to say something to Darkstar after we like look that up about this weird dark. What's the name of the empire, Zach? Uh, Ger uh, uh, Gitteron Authority. Gitteron Authority. With the hobgoblins are the Gitteron Authority? Yes, they're usually like the, the powers, they're the powers that be. Okay. Um, yeah, Joni's like looking this up and kind of researching it and looks over at Darkstar and says, you think, uh, I think a lot of people are gonna die from all these guns we're moving? You know, this much firepower <laughs> in the right and wrong hands. Uh, does that weigh on your conscience at all? Look, Johnny, people are going to die either way. Doesn't really matter to me. I don't think this is going to change how many people die this cycle. You know, the people who are getting those guns, they might die if... We don't give them the guns, and if we do, then the other side dies. We're a third party. We don't care about these people. Why does it matter if people die? 
Good God. What if, uh, what if we just took the guns? I mean, you know, a lot of things we could do with this much firepower. Probably make more money than what they're offering for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then she walks off. <laughs> unless, unless you say something. I mean... I like where your head's at, but... Look. That Sinjin guy... Taos was talking about. You want to be on his wrong side. Joni. There's a lot of people you can piss off. And get away with it. You can piss off Edge Corp if you want. Sinjin? He's not one of them. Yeah. People used to say that about me, too. <laughs> Just gonna walk off. Uh, Darkstar is gonna walk over to, to PP11 in the driver's seat. She is very much being serious. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it's don't just funny that. coming just out like of it. a 16 year old. Yeah. <laughs> An edgy 16 year old. Darkstar's gonna walk over to PP11 um, and say, you get all that? Were you keyed into the conversation, or were you often droid land, my friend? <laughs> both, yes, I, I, both. I'm always in droid land, but I also heard what was going on, beep boop. Best droid you know. Oh my <laughs> Best droid I know, that's for sure. <laughs> Look, we gotta keep an eye on Joni. She's got an energy I haven't seen in a long time, and I can appreciate that in this business, but... She crosses the wrong person. And it's going to be our heads on the line. That's all. Just keep an eye out. Boop, beep. <laughs> Where is this going on? Is, is, is Ursan witnessing all of this? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you're it, in the room. Where's Ursan? We're, yes. in the, we're in the bridge. Was the everybody? Because like Joni was in, in her room, but if Ursan had a reason to be in the bridge, he would have. he would have... Yeah. In there, person. Sometimes he meditates in there. Yeah, sure. So Ursan is is listening but not commenting. He's aware <laughs> but uh, uh, choosing to remain uh, uninvolved. On the way back to her room, she passes by Ursan, and she's like, "Suck that guy really good. It's pretty badass." <laughs> the goal is not to be badass. The goal. <laughs> To make the right decisions. I made the right decision. He did not. Yeah, I saw that fire in your eye when you told him that you were going to fuck him up. I <laughs> <laughs> do not know the meaning of this phrase. But I was told it is what I must do. And I agreed. <laughs> All right. Let's do <laughs> We approach on day five. Wait, I have something I want to ask you real quick. Good. Of course. What do you believe it is that you must do, Joni? What is your path? My path is to the top. Of what? I want 
everyone to see me. And I want lots of explosions and fireworks and it all to end in bright light. Mm. You shall see. Yeah, we'll see. Everybody kind of readies up as uh, we approach the the new tear that we're going to be opening up here. Um, and as we come out of the drift, um, immediately we are met with a very different looking kind of space. Um, it seems to be a lot like smoggier. It kind of has like a brownish, greenish out in the distance. You can kind of see like different like almost clouds that just kind of fog up the area. It's a it's a very like kind of muddy uh, space. And um, immediately upon entering the Gitteron Authority, uh, you are met with a gigantic fleet of very large attack vessels. And one Holy. of them breaks off and Ooh. pulls right up next to the Imperial March. <laughs> and it's this this ship is about two times larger than your vessel. And as Holy. you're kind of like pulling up alongside of it, you see several cannons like come out of the side of the vessel and just take aim at you. And a broadcast in common comes over the intercom. Says, uh, uh, this is the Gitteron Authority attack vessel Falchion. Identify yourselves and your mission. <laughs> Are they talking to PP because he's a pilot? Uh, whoever wants to reply. <laughs> uh, we're, um, I say who we're affiliated with that we have a shipment to be brought in. Um, and I say my name. I say that I'm PP11. Say my name, say my name. Okay. Uh, as you finish speaking and kind of telling them where you're headed, um, a you get a notification. Uh, can I get a computer's check from you? Uh, um, Darkstar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-one. Okay, you see a um, a notification appear, and it's it's like on the main computer's dock up up by the cockpit. Um, that's kind of slowly flashing red, and it is notifying you that they are currently scanning your vessel. Oh shit! <laughs> this is normal, but they are taking the moment to scan the vessel. You also have a scanner on board your vessel. If I mean, it, I mean it, just just so you know, so it's not like this, like yeah, it's just like making sure that everybody is who they say they are. Yeah. And, and after a moment, um, the voice comes back on the intercom, uh, and uh, you've told them that you're pretty much. You said you were honest, right? Yeah, I was honest. You were like, we have guns, we're going to Voxa. Okay, great. Yes. Um, so uh, 
The falchion calls back in. Uh, yes, um... All right, you have uh, permission to land at Labor Camp 1120. It nestles right down at the large base of the mountains in the northern hemisphere. But if there's any deviation from the flight plan, you will be met with sustained anti-aircraft fire. Oh, my God. Good to know. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Do you guys listen? Yes, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Now we can take him. <laughs> Joni's like, have the These option to end it all right here. <laughs> you know how many guns we have? If only we could wield fifty tons. Yeah, of guns. I, know. <laughs> I guess we could send like a like a whole cargo ship of like he grenades. grenades. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we head towards Voxa um, into the northern hemisphere and look for the base of the mountains. Can I get another pilot check from ya? PP11. Mess it up, then all those grenades are going to explode. I got a 22. Mess up, and they're just laughing at us. (laughs) (laughs) Who who are these a-holes? Just a bunch of of rookies. I feel like like futuristic hobgoblins all talk like the Star Wars aliens are like, (laughs) (laughs) Howdy, hey, howdy, hey, drifters. If you're hearing this, you're listening to 105.3 Drift Radio Jams, baby. Fun fact, Voxa is an ice planet that is one of the coldest in the system. This song is dedicated to the icy beast. It's called Voxen Vixen. Get yourself a hot cup of drifter drink and stay warm out there. Um, great. So the BD-514 descends on this cloud-covered Voxa um, towards the destination. And as you get closer to the actual base of the mountains where you've told this this labor camp is, um, you all kind of have this, like, your stomach drops as you see, like, oh, like signs of war. Like signs of conflict right here, like craters in the ground, uh, sh- cars, tanks with like riddled with bullet holes. Like it's like you're landing in a war zone. Holy, damn. there's no active shooting or anything, but it's like this is this is ha- like the conflict is right here. Is <laughs> so um, the. There's like a bunch of smokestacks kind of like rising out of this factory that's right at the base of this this uh, kind of rectangular labor camp. Um, there's a big gate that like kind of is like chain linked all the way around the front of this, this mountain uh, that allows for kind of one way in, one way out. Um, and you are actually told to land in the middle of the gated area. So uh, this it's a very large compound, um, but the road leading in and out is is blocked off. But you're you're told there's like kind of a clear area to land, um, so you you kind of head straight there. Um, 
several park vehicles on either side of you as you land. This is kind of the like parking area for several like military grade vehicles. Uh, and there's a cavernous mine entrance that leads just back into the mountain from this compound. Um, several barracks, buildings, mess quarters. It's it's the, the full gambit, right? Um, and there's hobgoblin soldier patrols that are just kind of walking back and forth, checking on, you guessed it, people wearing rags, working, prisoners. Um, there are humans, dwarves, sheeran, even kids working on the outside of this mine. Yikes. Um, and you see some people, like a group going in and a group coming out, like there's shifts being like run in and run out. Um, and as you land, uh, there's a small group of hobgoblins armed with heavy guns uh, and led by one uh, lady with a data pad in her hand, hobgoblins. And as you land, as you touch down, she like rushes out with her people and she's just like waving at you, like like aggressively waving and like making hand motions to like not land here. But you kind of do already. We are we are touched down. What do you do? Uh, I park the car. Open the vent, I guess. <laughs> I open the door. That's what yeah. it's commonplace, right? Yeah, op I open the bay with the, like, you know, cargo on it. So just, it can be rolled out, and then we can just get out. Get the okay. hell out of here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you just open up, up a back area yeah. to, the, the, to get in. So there is access from the back area to climb on board. Um, and as soon as you open the back, this female hobgoblin and her group climbs aboard and you just hear this like muffled shouting from behind all the blast doors of her just yelling. Um, she eventually makes her way to the bridge uh, <laughs> as the door opens and she says, what are you doing here? This camp is not cleared for civilian access. And her men come aboard and they're not, they're not threatening. They're just with her in case something happens. So they're not like ready to shoot anybody. She's just very upset that you're here. <laughs> uh, Dorkstar just very nonchalantly is like, ah, look, we got guns. We're already here. You might as well take them. Guns? What kind of guns? Or you would have seen. No, 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 no. Who ordered these guns? Commander Vosh, John ordered some guns. We got them here. C Commander Vosh, Commander Vosh, you can't unload 50 tons of personal armaments around here. Oh, look, you know look around you. This is a if you prison. Did not know the order was coming. <laughs> this is a prison labor camp. Do you think it's wise to just put laser rifles in? Frag grenades a few feet away from the desperate swarm of vermin. I do like not gestures. think it is wise to have a prison game. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea to me. She says quietly. <laughs> hey, look. Look. Your people up there in orbit came up to our ship with some big-ass guns, big-ass running voice, and told us exactly where to go, exactly where to land. If you'd like us to hightail our ass out of here and take it to the other side of the planet, we'll do it. But we just got guns. We need to drop them off. I need to get paid. 
and I need to go home. Okay. She says, No, absolutely not. I'm not signing off on this. This, I, I, we do not have the room for this down here at this camp. There, there is uh, one safe place. That if you, if you can take these up the mountain, that we have an armory just up the side and a few trucks. I could spare some of my soldiers to drive one of them. But if you want your credits, you have to take it to another place. You can take Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Oh. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My name is Quartermaster Sib, and you could write it in your books that I told you no. God, I so badly want to, and I know we can't, but I so badly want to be like, if you're not going to take them, we'll ask the prisoners if they want to buy them. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like pull some kind of like <laughs> leverage that, but I know that's not going to work here. So, oh, yeah, I just want to say, hey, we're just going to leave them here. And like, if you give us half the creds up front, we'll take them up the mountain for you. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because they've got the money. And the only ones that lose if we don't make this deal is us. Yeah. So, I mean, we just got to make it. Yeah. And we're at the bottom of the. Yeah. Bank. I radio in to the people that were talking about shooting us with consistent fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I explained that. We have to move up the mountain, and we would like it if we were not obliterated. Please. Need some clearance. Sure. No, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Um, the voice comes over the intercom. Uh, yes. Uh, no, we've seen that you've docked at the landing station that we agreed to, so um, that's that's completely fine. Are you needing to to fly? Up the mountain? <laughs> kind of lapses. Is that, is that your goal? Is there uh, a dock on the mountain? <laughs> is there a, I mean, we have like 50, she was 80, she 90 to, tons. Yeah. She was implying she wanted us to like get the trucks and drive them up the mountain. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Is that right? Is that what you wanted? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, to, to tell you why you have to drive it, it's literally like when she points you can kind of see where she's pointing it follows that road outside up the side of a mountain and it's like this storage house it's like built inside one of the peaks and like it is a one lane road up the mountain Ugh. like it is just a very narrow they're like there's no way to park a ship up there the only way to do this would be to like load up trucks and take them up but you guys have like two trucks worth of gear if we have one truck and we just need one more. Yeah, they would they would she said she'd lend you a couple people to help load it up and actually ride up there with you to get clearance and then so there'd be two trucks. Let's just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to get paid and get off this godforsaken planet. Alright, lady. Perfect! Now get out of here. And she like starts ordering to some of the people that have been with her to go get like a couple people to help uh you guys offload. And she marches off. She's out. She's got stuff to do. Um, so you guys get your truck out, uh, back it up, and uh, four other hobgoblins uh, come and begin to assist you loading up these crates on the back of the truck. Um, 
you have your little carts to help maneuver some things. It is very cold. Um, it's it's just a very, I mean, snow is coming down. You guys are kind of up to your, like, probably ankles in snow every time you take a step, um, just trying to, like, maneuver this. So it's kind of a miserable experience all around. Um, but can I get you guys to get some perception checks just while you're working? Because you're here sure. for a while, and you can just kind of, you're just kind of taken in the camp as you're here. Yeah. Joni got a good roll, and I got a 23. Dark start with a 13. 11 for Ursine. 16. Okay. So, Joni in particular is very mindful of what's going on around here. So, yeah. I would like to think that she's spending more time looking around than she's actually working. Right. Um, and uh, there's a lot going on here. Uh, like I had mentioned before, um, these people, just upon closer inspection, all races are just looking very malnourished. Um, and they, while the guards kind of like, I mean, basic patrol, leaning up against the wall, going in and out of tents. Um, there are smoke stacks kind of coming out of the middle of these tents that have been set up. So you assume that they're, they're taking like breaks to be warm uh, around like a fire. Uh, and these people just aren't getting a lick of that. Um, and one particular uh, person is catching, catches your eye as you guys are working, uh, a Sheeran carrying a... Um, a bucket filled to the brim with meat. Like, very large bucket, kind of two-handing it, frailly shaking, because they're so weak. Um, it walks up to a... There is a cage of dogs. Um, two... Very familiar to the boys, but basically good. They are hobgoblin dogs. Hmm. Um that are kind of being held in a cage and the Sheeran kind of one-handed keeps the bucket like tucked up underneath uh, their arm and uses a big old bolt key to like open up the cage. And a couple of the guards, Joni, as you're looking, uh, are just kind of like standing by the, by the wayside, like laughing and just like, kind of like, go on, like go on. Uh, and the Sheeran like opens the gate and walks in and the dogs just like, kind of lurch and yip and the Sheeran as the door swings open just kind of takes a step back drops the bucket of meat and starts sprinting away and the dogs just run out of the cage after him and begin to just like one of them stops to eat some of the meat but the other one is like nipping at his face and he's just kind of sitting there as the guards laugh as you all just kind of work loading off the truck yeah Jenny's gonna Fuck. is it Behind is it behind like a gate or can she go over there? Oh no, you're in the middle of the compound. It's uh, this is just a couple. This is probably fifty feet away from you. Ugh. Yeah, Joni. Joni just like puts her hand on the like hilt of her katana, mm -hmm. and just like grips it like white knuckled, and then just like turns away, and you know like just kind of like eyes getting kind of like glistening you know like not crying mm -hmm. but like just glistening and yeah. then she like walks away from it and then like let's go over katana hilt yeah damn damn it after a few <laughs> minutes go by uh 
dog doesn't really do any harm. Um, more than anything, it looks like the Sheeran is just freaked out. Um, sure. The guards, after sitting for a moment, laughing, kind of joshing around, separate the dog from the Sheeran. He gets back up and kind of like limps away. Um, and they put the dogs back in a cage, sweep the meat, and lock it up. Um, after a uh, hours, a couple hours go by, um, you guys are still loading up the trucks. It's getting very cold out here. Um, but a uh, group of um, guards, two of them, walk up to you. One of them is dressed as... Um, or not, he wanted dressed as, sorry. Uh, one is a Vesk in uh, armor, and he uh, looks to you, Dark Star, and he speaks in uh, Castrovellian. And he says, Bro, bro, He <laughs> said, A Vesk speaking Castrovellian. He says, um, Word on the street is you guys are loading up some guns here. Darkstar speaks back in Castrovellian and says, Yeah? What's it to you, Vesk? He says it, uh, would be a shame if these ended up in the hands of the Resistance. Yeah. Would be a shame, you're right. But it might not be. But let me just say, quickest way to get my hands full of creds and my ass out of here safely isn't with the rebels. Just saying. Okay. Um, Only Darkstar hears this? Yeah, no, it's you guys are, well, it's Castor Valiant, so oh, yeah, does right. anybody else speak that? I, I don't. No. That's for sure. Okay. Um... Okay, Castrovellian is also Lashanta. If anybody speaks Lashanta, mm-hmm. no, it's the same language. Sorry, speaking uh, he's, he's a Vex. I was gonna say he's probably telepath, like telepathically speaking with you, but he's not actually a Lashanta. He's a Vex. He leans into you, and he starts speaking a little bit quieter. Um, and as he does, give me a perception check. Okay. Seventeen on the perception check. Okay. You see a little, like a thin, like digital wave, like pass through his face. Like it just looks <gasps> weird. And he oh. says, You see what's going on here? He says, Voxa is a peaceful world of miners, their families. The authorities come on to trumped up to some excuse, and they're not going to stop until we're all enslaved or dead. He says, We want to fight back. But hunting rifles are no match for hover trucks. But if one of these trucks end up going to, say, a resistance hideout instead of an authority armory, we might have a chance. Now, we can make that happen. But we need your help. Darkstar is going to look at him in the eye. And he doesn't look frustrated. He doesn't look angry. He doesn't look excited. He's just kind of got a blank, weary I'd look and he's not even going to speak. He's just going to telepathically talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, 
Look. I'm sorry. I've learned from my years that if you don't look out for yourself, nobody else is going to. So I get why you're doing this. But I wouldn't have made it this far if I didn't look out for myself. I'm not getting caught up in the struggle. Very well could be you on the other side of this enslaving hobgoblins for all I care. Seen enough of this conflict around the galaxy to get caught up in it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you, I'm sorry for your family and the people on this planet, but you're not mine. And I'll probably never see you again. You would have had better luck with one of these other people in my group, I'll tell you that much. You're barking up the wrong tree. If Joni could hear this guy, it's totally different story. I'm just I'm just telling you. And Dark Star kind of blinks a couple times, lowers his head, and turns and keeps moving. Okay. Joni, Joni wants to ask Dark Star a question. Go ahead. Hey, uh, you and that vest were getting kind of comfy over there. What's going on? Just another shit-ass guard trying to tell me how scummy these slaves are. I didn't find it very funny. Do you? <sighs> tell you what. Every second we're here, I hate these hobgoblins even more. I wish there was a way we could really stick it to them. Look... We're on the other side of the galaxy, Johnny. This is happening everywhere. It's no different than what's happened on any given planet in any given system in this quadrant. We're better off getting rid of these guns, getting out of their hair, and getting home. If you want to be famous, you got to be alive, you know? I didn't make it this far by trying to play a hero. You don't have to tell me twice that this is happening everywhere. I fucking lived it. I don't want to be fucking famous. I want to make a difference. I want people to see that. I want to make sure shit like this never happens to anyone ever again. She's going to storm off. Darkstar is going to like grab her like arm as she's walking away and like pull her back if she lets him. I mean, obviously like that's a pretty aggressive action. Yeah. She's going to pull, she's going to like pull her arm like away from him, but then she's going to turn back. Dark star is going to like look her in the eyes, like with daggers and say, what difference can you make if you're dead, Joni? Look, I used to think the same thing. I used to think I could make a difference, make a change. I joined some people who told me that I could make a change, who told me that I could gain power and make a change wherever I went. The reality is I was throwing my life away. We're just small fish in a big pond, Joni. None of us ever really make a difference. That may be true for you. 
But I've made a difference. Be it small, I've helped people. Maybe one day I will be as callous and pathetic as you. But not today. Just gonna storm off. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Darkstar is just gonna stand there. He's gonna start shaking his head. He's gonna send a telepathic wave to PP. You say. Execute <laughs> order 626. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Joni. <laughs> Destroy Joni. Be boom. We might be looking with uh we might be looking at a bad situation here. I know you don't like the situation on this planet as much as anybody else. But you and I know about how much scum goes on in this galaxy. I don't think Joni's having it. And I'm not trying to die here. So just keep your ears open. So what are you suggesting? <laughs> look, look, PP, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's got planned. I don't know if she's going to try to hand over these guns. I don't know if she's going to make an accident or talk to one of the prisoners. But all I'm saying is if those guns get in the wrong hands, not only do we have to deal with not getting paid, we have to deal with the wrath of all the authority here and also Sinjin when we go back to the Pact Worlds, and that's not a path that I want to be on. Understood. I'm with you. Beep boop. Let's get spicy! <laughs> Ooh, okay, I wanna, I'm gonna add so as Joni walks away, you know, Arisan's doing his job and he sees all this altercation happening and Joni, what is wrong? Everything's just peachy. What do you want? Well, first, I want to know what a peach is. <laughs> Second. <laughs> I want to know what upsets you so. Take a look around. Think you can find the answer yourself. You do not agree with status quo on this planet? No. Something about enslaving people just rubs me the wrong way. Holy shit. As it does with me, people should be free to make their own choices. It is correct. That is why we have free will. It is not anyone's place to push their will upon others. Especially if they do not have the strength to defend themselves. I do not know what you are thinking, Tony. But I believe you are finding your path. And I wish to help you find it. Color me surprised. Didn't think I'd be working with you. Versus... <laughs> Dark Star. Nor did I, little one. All right, let's pack this up and see if anything, any opportunities, 
open themselves up. I agree. Money is for the weak anyway. Okay. <laughs> so so we're still we're still in this. Don't don't lose it. Hero points all around. Oh um, uh, yeah. As, yo, yo, as yo. we as you guys discuss amongst yourselves what to be done uh, with the guns that you're loading up. Um, the Vesk is going to. He's kind of was standing off as there was like kind of a, a group chat. So he's going to come up again uh, at a moment when the hobgoblins helping you are all kind of loading alone. And he's going to speak in common quietly and say, look, I don't expect you all to do this for free. I can pay you. We're, we're, we're working people. It's not going to be much, but I can pay you. We will do it. We'll do anything we can to muster up enough money to, to at least pay the way. Uh, for for your your fee, um, who's he who's this person to? talking to? He's talking yeah, to he's talking. He's talking to. Yeah, he's like addressing the. Well, he's he's like he's still talking to like um, Darkstar okay, directly, okay, okay, okay. but he's, okay. speaking but he's in like on purpose. he's speaking yeah. in common to like get you all to hear because because he kind of sees the squabble. So right, the purpose right. of this is to. Press the divide. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You okay. bitch. Like, okay. Comment, yeah, I hearing, know. What a like, bitch move. <laughs> like, Smart, And though. he's just going to say, say, he, yeah, he's going to look over at the like you guys speaking and say, like, our camp is at the fork up the mountain. Stay left instead of going right. Darkstar, what is this guy? What is this vest talking about? I don't. Oh, God. I have to turn my voice on. Ah. Uh, just like to give you guys a lens into Dark Star's head right now, like he is like true neutral. Get out unscathed. Get money. Go home. Yeah, I yeah I, I love he's, it. He's he's not trying to, um, but he doesn't want to like make the rebels' life any worse. Right. right. So he's like, right. I don't want to like rat this dude out, but I also don't want to help him. Yeah. So it's it's just, it's a hard like have to pick your per words correctly because i mean if i like if i just didn't care i would just like call the guards over and they would just execute right, right. Them, and it'd be fine um you can cut that out but this is just i'm just having a hard time figuring out what i want to mm -hmm. say to this guy um i don't know what this guy is talking about looks like another one of the guards is just off his rocker let's get back to work you know very well none of us believe that believe it or not we're getting off this planet in one piece, Ursan. Where do they want us to take these guns? Up the mountain. To the armory. Isn't that right? Or do I need to ask those other hobgoblins over there? If we need a hold left at the next fork. Guard. Oh shit. Oh shit. Are you talking to the person, the Vesk? Yeah, he's, th he's threatening yeah, to reveal I, the camp. I, I talk, yeah. to, talk to Ursan, he, talk to Joni, and then turn okay. to the guard, yeah. the Vesk. He like, his face was like, like concerned and like pleading and it just like shifts and, and it, he like drops the facade and just like straight face just like puts his hands up and like backs away and like walk like like back to you walks away 
and like like he was with a couple other people and they just like left <laughs> this hurts me this hurts ronnie as a person but it's what my character would fucking do dark star <laughs> what is it you seek look her son you can say whatever you want about me but at the end of the day I want two things. I want my path to be as long as it possibly can, using your words here. And I want to get there as safely as possible. That isn't a goal. That is a means. It is an occurrence that may or may not happen. That isn't a goal to be achieved. What is it you seek, Dark Star? I get what you're trying to do here. I've had plenty of people try to do it to me before, Ursan. But I'm convinced when you've seen as much as I have, sometimes that's a goal enough. Just surviving. Very well, Dark Star. Just a stare down between a Lashunta and a bear in the middle <laughs> of a cold tundra on mm -hmm. a planet several thousand light years away from home. <laughs> Are the trucks all loaded, Zach? Yeah, if we just finish loading the trucks. Sure. I'm ready to go. As uh, you guys finish loading the trucks, the quartermaster comes out and she um, has two people with her. Um, uh, no, sorry. She has uh, three people with her. She says... <clears throat> All right, looks like everything's been shipped up. Fantastic. Um, here's Glacka and Shank. Uh, these two will be driving in the, or they'll be riding in the back seats of your one of your trucks. Um, this here is Hoffa. He'll drive the other truck behind you. There are two seats available in the front truck and three in the other. Who's riding where? Oh, no. Oh God! Hey, Ursan. <laughs> oh shit! You can, you're not using the one. driving position. The bear can drive, of course. No, no, hold on here, hold on a minute, hold on what? one second. I believe what my comrades, my colleagues, meant to say is the bear and the robot will be in the front truck, and me and the girl will be in the back truck. Isn't that right? No, it's okay. Uh, Ursan had a. Ursan and I need to talk about my path a little bit more. We'll catch you guys up to the armory. No. God damn it. <laughs> God. So you guys are driving it. the front truck. Yeah. Okay. No. Mm, 
Okay, okay, wait, 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 give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Give me a I, second. Can't I gotta, rat I gotta him out. think, I gotta think I real can't hard. Rat okay. you out. <laughs> so, the people that will be driving the truck will be leading the way. They will be the one to make the choice. <laughs> oh, it's one of those all or nothings, huh, Zach? Actually, I, uh. Sorry, Joni, I wish to take the front car with BP 11. Uh, actually, hey, oh, my voice mod's not even on. <laughs> hey, it's Ronnie. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Ronnie steps in and. <laughs> sorry, Arsan. Uh, what I was implying is that I'd be in the front truck. Uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, my my tone. He was on first. Be... What's on second? Uh, I yeah, know I... what you were saying, Dark Star. What I am saying is, I would wish to drive the front truck with BP-11. That's fine, uh, as long as you remember that at the fork in the road, I believe we need to take a right, isn't that correct? Yes, that is what I have been told. Yeah. Right? Yes, right at the fork to the armory, to Mount Winterpeak. All right, well, the back truck is taking a ride at the fork. Not that that matters. I mean, that's obviously the way we're supposed to go and how we get this shipment shipped and get off this planet safely with our creds in hand without anybody's heads rolling. So, sounds it's very good. specific. Lashenta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who's going where? I guess uh, BP-11 and Ursan are in the front truck. And then me and Darks are in the back truck. And then so. are you saying there are two hobgoblins per truck? One hobgoblin is driving the back truck. Okay. You, it will be two attended with one hobgoblin. And then the two in the front have two in the back. Two, two yeah. of us will be one driving, one passenger seat, and then two. That's where uh, Glacka and Shank are going to be. There's not really a good way to do it anyways, since we're, we have guys with us in the. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a shit show. I already know it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I can't <laughs> I'm wait. Ready. I'm ready for I it. I can't wait. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Joni is going to take the, uh, the, the seat behind the driver. Of the back truck. In <laughs> uh, Darkstar, as he sees Joni get in the seat behind the driver, he's going to say, Hey, uh, I know we didn't discuss this, but do you mind if I drive? I just have a hankering. <laughs> to the, to the, uh, yeah, to the hobgoblin? hobgoblin? Yeah. Uh, he just kind of like stands there and looks at the quartermaster and she kind of like looks at you and has this like pauses for a moment and says no <laughs> get wrecked the hobgoblin will drive and she's like like tired of our shit kind of a, a little bit but also like kind of like getting anxious mm -hmm. like, yeah like what the like what the hell is going on <laughs> Like, <laughs> Dark and the Star. Hobgoblin is 
just is gonna... just like <laughs> hands up. Like I guess I'm. I have to drive. Like I've been told I'm driving. <laughs> Darkstar's gonna have, hop in the back seat with Jody. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And then it's Urson driving, PP11 up in the oh, passenger seat, or yeah, in the passenger seat with uh, Glanka and Shank in the back seats. <laughs> Glanka and Shank. Gla Glaka, sorry. Glaka and Shank. Um, Pretty sure Glanka but these is are, offensive. These are, Glanka is Ratchet what we call <laughs> droids. Um, and in a very tense situation, we begin our journey up the side of the mountain. As we drive, is there any, it's about a, about a 20 minute drive. Yes. Up the side right. of the mountain. Is there any, this is where it gets very particular in what we discuss. It's like a Tarantino you have, movie. You have people <laughs> listening in the car. So, um, is is there a is there a hobgoblin in the cab with myself and PP Eleven? There are two. Two you know, in two the back seat. They are in the, the back seat with guns to our back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. With okay, guns okay. to your back. Two. <laughs> so there are two hobgoblins in the front car, and there are also two hobgoblins in the back car. There's one no, driver driving. In the back car. So three and total. Just, just them two. Three total. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. <laughs> the listeners no, like I knew no this other 10 escorts. Ago. <laughs> no other escorts are mm -hmm. following you up the mountain. Gotcha. And it's a blizzard, so no one can see up what's going up on the mountain. Right? Sure, exactly. Yeah, visibility is pretty trash. <laughs> okay, that was okay. That was a piece of information I I was I was missing. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, as they're driving, he um, Urson. That's PP eleven. PP eleven. I've been asking many this question. I'm sure you've heard, and I wish to know your answer as well. What is it you seek? Why do you take these jobs? Why do I take these jobs? <laughs> you know? It's a good question. I feel like I've been taking these jobs for so long that I don't know else how I would, you know, get by. Mm. So what is it? What is it you seek then? What are you moving towards? I'm moving towards my beginning. At least I hope so. Beep boop. That is all any of us can hope for. This is the beginning of something. The beginning of something new, better than the past, perhaps. You don't get it, obviously. It's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, I no. I, I, I think PP11 clarifies, and he says, no, not to... Not to a beginning, but my beginning. It's kind of... hidden from me. Well, I do not know what it is Exactly that you are moving towards. 
EP-11. For as long as our paths intersect, I wish to help you on your own path. I do not know how long we will be journeying together, nor what our futures may look like. But my path is to help others while I move towards my own goals. Simply put, I wish to help you on yours. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I hope in some way that I'm able to help you too. But let's just let's just get off this planet. It's spooking me out. I agree. Yeah, the drive's fly. What if what if um, Ursan's just a ghost? <laughs> there was no Ursan. He's just a ghost bear. Thing. Yeah. So the truck up front as you're going, it's very narrow again. Um it's it's kind of one of those dugout roads that just follows up a side of a mountain. You're taking it very slow. The truck behind is following very closely. Is there anything happening in the other truck? I don't know, Johnny. Is there? Johnny's just quiet. The, the hobgoblin driving is smoking an e-cigarette, and he is talking about his grandchildren. Yes, he is. Darkstar pulls out one of his own. That's uh, nice. It's good to hear about uh, Evilia and, and Smarxus. I uh, hope they're well. And I know the money you make here goes back to ensure that they have a good life. I had grandparents of my own that did the same for me. While well, he's just glancing over in Joni's direction the whole time. Hey, Gramps. Nah. What do you think about those prisoners down at that camp? What's your take on all that? He looks at you in the rearview mirror. Like you like this looking up, making eye contact with you. See those prisoners. Ah, <laughs> uh, they haven't earned the title of prisoner. They haven't been one long enough. Hundreds of years. My people have been prisoners. We're not doing anything. We're just taking back what's ours. Prisoners. Like Zach gets a villain point. <laughs> <laughs> just like moves the mirror up so he can't see you. Yeah, so... uh so you guys were enslaved by them, treated the same way? My grandparents were. I was de dedicated my life to fighting back. We search for peace, tranquility. We fight to once again have something to call our own. We've clawed back from the ashes. 
Yes, yes, it's not good. You can see that on your face back there. But change doesn't happen without a price. Hmm. I imagine, uh, this prisoner's grandkids will be saying the same thing about you. Quiet. Johnny turns and looks out the window. Leans over to you. He just kind of mumbles to Darkstar. He's like, fucking kids. Takes him a few years to figure out what's really worth fighting for in life. <laughs> just kind of nods. What cartridge you got in that e-cig? <laughs> Bubblegum? Yeah. <laughs> so the conversation Cut. continues there. <laughs> and we join the other truck. Nearing. <laughs> The turn. We approach. <laughs> God. The turn off. Left. If you, Ursan, you look ahead of you, there's a road that's less, less used. It looks almost like a service road. Um, and at the very edge of a corner, you can see a small cabin. And then the main road that goes right and is now a gated, it's like a gated door, um, like a fence, like a gated fence that is now swinging open to allow you to drive. And you approach the turn. Ursan silently, unflinchingly, steers to the left. Oh my god. Here we go, boys. Oh my god. Wait, which one is that? That is the cabin, towards the cabin. That's towards the rebels. Towards the rebels. PP-11 drops his head. <laughs> the wheels on the truck. One first, the left wheel falls off the road, right wheel off the road, and the suspension just kind of starts to go crazy. And at this, Glacka and Shank kind of sit up and kind of like like not they don't grab their weapons they just say um <clears throat> uh, you missed a turn off it was to the to the right back there to the right back there the right you said uh yeah and they flip on their comms all right yes let me uh find a place to turn around there's not continues driving okay <clears throat> uh quartermaster this uh Glacka. just wanted to let you know we accidentally uh went off on the service road towards the um that cabin. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to try to rip around. And she's pissed. Like she's mm -hmm. looking really mad. Um, Shank is next and kind of like looking. And he actually does pull out his weapon and he loads it. Like he's getting ready and looking around. Is this um, a dangerous area? Um. Yes. Uh. We we really try not to go back here. This is um, uh, kind of un un undesirables tend to get back here, and we we really just need to turn around as quickly as possible. Um, please. Uh, the road is rough and there are many trees. I do not have a wide enough berth to turn yet. 
Oh, okay, okay. Um, second truck. As as the the truck kind of bounces down, the driver says, oh, "What the fuck?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're going. The, they went down, and he like just stops the brakes. He just stops before, before going down that road. He's just stopping on the side of the mountain, as to see what's going to happen. And he calls in on his radio, and he says, "Glanka, what, Glanka, what's going on over there?" And he's waiting for a response. Darkstar is gonna speak up before Jonah gets a chance, um, and he is. Gonna tap Gramps on the shoulder and say, He just mutters under his breath. So, this is how it's going, huh? Gramps, let me ask you something. Something goes south here with that front truck. Two of those parts of my job group here, if they mess something up, what are the odds of the two of us back here who had nothing to do with it getting to go home safely? He just... You, you're, are you, you're looking at him and, and kind of saying this, and he just, like, his lips just purse, and he just white knuckles the steering wheel, and he just puts his head, like, down on the steering wheel and just closes his eyes. Then he says... Am I going to die today? No. There's no reason for you to have to die. I don't think we have any reason to kill you. To be honest, I wanted this to go smoothly. It doesn't look like it's going to. As much as I would have wanted to get off this planet with my hide intact, Chances of that happening are a lot smaller if I choose to go up this path and pretend like nothing happened. That's just the kind of people yours are, I'd assume. So here's what's gonna happen, Gramps. Darkstar looks over at Joni. You follow that truck. Nobody else has to die. But if you don't, oh, yeah. you better either get out or pretend you did. He says. Okay. Okay. Joni. Oh. Joni's going to pull out her semi auto pistol and just kind of rest it up against the, uh, the, he- the driver's seat headrest and say. Hey, Gramps, keep telling me about those grandkids. Well, uh, the oldest is headed off to the academy next summer. She, she's going to be studying and he just keeps talking. You better not. You better not. If you do, I swear to God, Chief.
in the passenger oh my window. God. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh a rebel. My god. Wearing a cover oh has climbed out of the back of the truck and shot the driver. Oh my and we are going to end episode eight. <laughs> fuck oh you. My gosh. Fuck you, Zach. Fuck you, Zach. Yo. No. Holy no. Shit. No. Ursan's no. not going to like that at right all.